not so good um, circumstances, um, but we felt that we needed to begin a new season uh, as the Lord led on our hearts to begin to, uh, you know, get this show back on track so we can really prepare um, ourselves for the return of Jesus, but most importantly, prepare in what event is coming uh, based on what's been taking place now. Um, please, if you... Uh, have any question this is a new um as i said this is a new uh platform that we're using but before we do that before we discuss everything um good morning marcia good morning sir how are you but not too bad and you yeah very yeah. well thank look like thank we're god. living you know separate houses, separate separate houses lives, but we're in the same house <laughs> you know thank god for that uh mars why don't you open in prayer for us and then we can get crack on with with today show. Mm. Sure. Father, we just thank you so much for this day. We thank you that this is the day that you have made and we can rejoice and we can be glad in this day. We thank you, Father, that irregardless of what is taking place, we know that you are the Alpha, the Omega. You are the beginning and the end. And there is none like you. We know, Father, that you have written every book in heaven and that this one as well has been written for this time, for a time such as this. So, Father, we know that we can hand everything over to you as we continue to look to you, the author and the finish. We continue to look to you, the Alpha, the Omega. We continue to look to you because you are the beginning and the end. And, Father, we just thank you so much. We thank you so much for everything that you are doing at this time. We continue to give you thanks and praise because your word is clear. You said what in whatever circumstances we find ourselves, we ought to continue to give thanks. So we continue to give you thanks and we continue to give you praise. We continue to look to you. We continue to trust in you. We continue to inquire of you and we continue to walk with you because you are the answer to everything and you have the answers to all. So Holy Spirit, we pray that you will lead and guide us today as we speak. The words will come from you. And Father, we pray that you will continue to help us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Again. Lovely to um, have you here this morning. Uh, before we start and get into the topic, um, we just want to really just uh, kind of see for those who haven't probably used a Zoom platform before. Um, if you have any question that you want to ask, please, you have a, a section and icon. We say Q&A here. So you can ask uh, all the questions that you want to ask. And uh, we'll, we'll try to answer in the best that we can. Um, the other thing that we have as well on this thing is a chat. Um, so we've got different buttons here. So we want it to be as interactive as possible. So please feel free uh, to do so as well. Um, and uh, also for those we don't want to use Zoom, we've got a link as well on our Facebook page in called Revelation Hour. So you can also uh, listen to it on Revelation Hour. We are going to try to do that um on a weekly basis we tested it now but i guess you know what we want to do we just want to really want to start and and really just uh you know kind of give you a bit of an update um what's happening as well and and, and marcia i don't know if you're okay for us to just give us to be on an update from a health perspective first and then what we're trying to do is kind of look at as a church how can we uh, respond to this and not only for this crisis but I truly believe that this is a precursor of what's going to happen over the next uh, few years or 10 years or so on and, and I think for us this is the opportunity to really begin to put fix in place uh, so we can be more effective um, especially when it comes to the preparation for the end times as well uh, so as you know um, most of the globe, the countries has been not affected by the uh, coronavirus or what they also call it as a COVID-19 as well. 
Um, I was reading an article this morning, and apparently now they said that over the since it started, the virus seemed to have got to skip the African continent. Um, but as from today, from this morning, uh, there's been a high number of cases, uh, especially in South Africa as well. So they were talking about it. Now, the 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 the, gov the, the, um, the guideline from the the government speculated that this virus seemed to be affected mainly the older uh, older generation and also people that actually have underlying uh, health issues as well. Um, but I think that as we're reading some article in Italy, we have found out that some of the younger generation as well has been affected. As a matter of fact, even in this country, um, nurses, um, people that work in the healthcare system currently in hospital and trying to, to deal with the overcrowding, overwhelming uh, crisis of this that it's not only the older generation that's been affected, but there's also young people that's been affected. So whatever um, guideline or I would say even things that the government or people have been getting information from, we have to be aware that it is affecting a, a wider um, um, spectrum of, of, of population in terms of ages as well. Um, but Mars, as you hear, just don't know whether you want to give us a bit of an update from the health perspective and when it comes to these, these viruses. Mm, yeah. Um, what your markers is outlined in terms of the the people groups that it affects um it is it's it's changing by the day um i just wanted to go and, and explain a little bit about this virus and a bit of history um the thing is this virus in particular there's there's really probably not that much history on it but the thing is with coronavirus it's been around at least since 2005 mm -hmm. um it's not a new virus in that sense but it's the way that it's mutating it's the way that it's changed over the years um, so the thing is, they've been doing lots of clinical trials on coronavirus for a long time. Um, all sorts of viruses, they do constantly. Um, they do different trials on them. Um, I've got information about a, a virologist who he is, he's, I think he's now retired, um, but he, there's a video that I have which I will send um, if people request it. Um, he was, spoke about the fact that he had a sentinel, which is like a center for virology where they study viruses um, he said that in their sentinel they had at least a hundred viruses and they would actually basically release those viruses to see how um, on on the populations in which they were working so in the areas where they were working to see how people would respond to those viruses and from that they would be able to then get information and they would take data and they would actually keep doing clinical trials on those and that's how they they came about being able to actually bring about vaccines um, to be able to to actually treat the virus now this is how virologists work um, so if you actually think about it they've, they've been doing this for many many years this is how we the flu virus this is how we we actually have a vaccine for that if you think about um, the different types of viruses that we have SARS um, all the different things that we've had over the years this is how in the end they tend to get vaccines for them now, the thing is, with the coronavirus, when we actually look at it, it's, it's the way that this virus has come about. Normally, you actually have people, groups or nations that are affected at particular times of the year. Um, normally, as you've seen, people will actually have the flu vaccination around, you know, the winter time. Um, this is a little bit different um, from my perspective, because I've never Hello, seen I've, I've never seen anything um, affect the world at the same time, um, virus-wise. Um, you can have, you'll have maybe a small portion of, of people or population, not a small portion, but thousands that are affected and it may go over the, maybe the winter period. So for example, say from September to or October to February, March, you'll have people having the flu or whatever. Um, and then they'll get vaccinated for it. Probably just before Christmas, October, November, you'll see people going to get their flu vaccinations. Um, People, people have different ideas and information and, and views about the flu vaccine. Um, and in different countries now, they're actually um, making it mandatory that people have the flu vaccine. So if we take a look from that perspective in terms of vaccinations, um, 
in terms of who's who's profiting from these vaccinations as well, um, then we can actually come back to the coronavirus, this this pandemic that is taking place. Now, there are lots of conspiracy theories about it, but the, 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 the facts, you know, that the facts are that, you know, the coronavirus has been around for a long time. So, 2000, so since 2005, it's, it's not something new in that sense. Um, the mutation of the coronavirus, how it ch has changed over the years, is what is new. Now, what we're seeing in 2019 in, in China um, is that people... Um, if you looked at the Department of Defense, they released information yes, yesterday or the day before in terms of the fact that they have apprehended people from Harvard University. There was a professor from Harvard University who was apprehended as he was working with the Chinese government as well as working in America and on, in, on, on the coronavirus. He was actually doing work to do with that. Um, and other people as well have been apprehended in terms of that. Now, I was saying to Jean-Marc, you know, it, I don't know whether they have been apprehended for what the, the details they've said, they explained in detail what they were apprehended for. Um, the thing is, with this virus, the way that it's been released, and one, one of my things at first was, you know, I literally drew, our, we, we, sat, we prayed about it and we said, we need to take our children out of school. The thing is, what we did is we took them out straight away is because the thing is, what people have been waiting for is to see how this virus um, affects them or their areas. They're waiting for it to come into their area. Um, as we know, viruses are airborne. Um, they spread very quickly, uh, generally. So I said to Jean-Marc, when I first saw this, I said, the thing is with the flu, you could be in a room with someone with the flu and you may not catch the flu. But the thing is with this virus what i'm seeing is that if you're in within a certain distance and you could be in a room with someone it is highly likely you will catch this virus i said i've never ever seen anything so contagious so that was my thing the the, con the sheer contagiousness of it um the other thing was the fact that it's affecting the whole world at the same time um obviously you know we look at it and say okay something has been released of course it's been released into the air the other thing is that there's a lot of symptoms from this yeah, for what's been released so from the virus so now what we're looking at is that we've got a virus it's global it's con highly contagious i mean extremely contagious um but the thing is is it is treatable yeah so people are thinking that oh my goodness and what you're saying is if you actually i've spoken to doctors um from a perspective of um, a pharmaceutical point of view. So they've said it's treatable, but generally what it is, is most people, they just, if, if you're fit and you're of age and you don't have any underlying health conditions, such as heart problems, if you don't have any liver problems, if you, you're not um, critically ill, if you don't have respiratory problems, and if your immunity is, is okay and you're, you're quite well and fit and walking around, you should be okay. It's like having the normal flu and just and just get it. You'll have it for a week or two, and you'll you'll get up, and you, you'll be fine. Um, we know people who've had it, um, and they it's the same kind of thing. They're down for a week, and maybe they're up, but they're fit. You know, they they are fit people, or and they're well, um, and they eat well, and they rest well, and they do the things that are good for health. Their health. Can, can I ask you a question, Mars? On this, um, mm. I was reading an article um, yesterday about this young woman, the uh, newspaper was labeling this young woman as fit and healthy. Mm. And she was at, you know, hospital with a ventilator, very hardly, you know, funny, difficult to breathe. So when you mention about healthy and fit, what do you mean by that? Okay. The, the thing is with coronavirus and what we're seeing with COVID-19 is that it really goes for the respiratory system. So if any, the, the, the thing is, what they're saying is two of the main causes of death, what they've seen of people who have died so far, is that they've, got, they've had underlying health conditions of, but it's respiratory, they're dying of respiratory, severe acute respiratory response, that's what they call it. And they're also dying of pneumonia. So those are the two main, main causes of death for COVID-19. Okay. Um, so what I would say is just like sometimes, People are saying, okay, well, there are they're, they're fit people. I said everybody could classify themselves as healthy and fit. Mm -hmm. So some people say, yeah, yeah, I'm healthy and fit. But there could be something that you don't know about that could be going on in your body. Um, if there are, and I'll, I'll come on to this, there are vitamin deficiencies. 
um, in our bodies that we don't know about. So if you're deficient in vitamin D, if you're deficient in vitamin C, if you're deficient, deficient in zinc or selenium or magnesium, even, even over a period of time, especially vitamin D and vitamin C, they can actually be, be really, really critical in terms of, of the way that we respond and the way that we become well again. Mm. Um, so those are the things. And what I will say, is, so I've spoken about COVID-19. I've spoken about the fact that, you know, it, it can be treated. Um, I haven't spoken about the fact that, it, you know, people are saying about um, China's response and what's going on in China, that there are hardly any new cases yeah, now. I mean, as a matter of fact, um, the China register over the last few weeks a month only one death and 23 cases that have come into china people that come from outside china into china so obviously they found a way to stop number one the disease to spread but also to regress it my understanding is from news and articles that we read it is done to uh vitamin c am i correct or not? <laughs> The thing is, um, the beauty of vitamin C, it's such a beautiful vitamin, um, a very underestimated vitamin as well as vitamin D. But vitamin C is, is <laughs> it's just like, it's been used for years and years and years and years. Um, but the thing is, people don't really know about it. Um, it can be used intravenously at high dosages. And this is what these doctors in China have been doing. Um, it's, it's been cut off. So we, we're not getting information from places like Google, from places like Facebook. You will not find this because they've been told by the World Health Organization for, for information like this not to be put on those platforms um, because it's, they're saying, declaring that is false information. But the thing is, when we look back, you've got people such as Andrew Saul, you've got other people who actually um, who have actually been doing clinical trials on vitamin C for years and years and years. They've also started a new, um, as I said, because it's a new strain of the virus. COVID-19 is a new strain of, of coronavirus. They've had to begin clinical trials on that particular strain of the virus. They started doing those in January um, and they've done, started doing new ones in February as well in China. Um, all of this has been done. People have actually been given, they've literally given exactly how much for prevention um, how much vitamin C you want to take a day, as well as the other vitamins and minerals that I actually mentioned, um, as well as intravenously, if doctors were to give it intravenously, what those dosages are, because um, Andrew Saul actually has a reporter who's a, who's a Chinese doctor who was in China, who was working with coronavirus patients. And he, I, we actually have the video, we'll show you in a second. But the, the Vitamin C, high dose vitamin C is what they have been using um, in order, because the thing is what it does, it actually helps with the respiratory system. So it actually helps to boost immunity, but it helps to relax the respiratory system. So therefore the lungs will open up and they will not close. So you're actually thinking about the lungs, the bronchioles in the lungs, they will not close the way that they normally do. So I'm not going to go into the science of it. But the thing is, when you actually look at it, this is what they have been using and they've you've seen they've re literally reversed it but the one thing that i will say is because in china and in other countries what they do they don't just use pharmaceuticals mm -hmm. to treat their patients they also use traditional methods Obviously. so what they will do is they will always look at what's best for the patient so they said if we need to use pharmaceuticals we will use them if we need to use traditional methods we will use them so they use tcm they use traditional chinese medicine so the thing is they will use both approaches if necessary or one or the other so they will look at what's best for the patient here we use pharmaceuticals and when i looked at the um the department of defense i was looking at what they're doing what their response is to this they said they've got scientists working around the clock to get a vaccine there was nothing spoken about in terms of natural remedies or vitamins or anything being used to support people's systems and we've got to think about how our systems are made up we are not just made up of plastic we are made up of flesh we are made up of cells which which change and which die and which which we, you know they renew and in order to actually help those we actually need to have foundations which which we use, which are vitamins and minerals, because that's what we're made up of, Brilliant. minerals. Uh, we have a question here um, from uh, one of our listeners. Mm. The question is this, what are your opinion on vaccinations? If they <laughs> offer vaccinations, do we take it? What mm. if vaccinations are compulsory? Is it true that you have to combine vitamin C with other vitamins because it needs help to absorb in the body? Yeah. So the thing is, this is why you actually have the, the list of what I gave you um, in terms of the magnesium and the zinc as well. 
um, because vitamin C is quite rightly, there, there is something called liposomal vitamin C, um, which is which it makes it easier to actually absorb into the bloodstream. So if you get liposomal vitamin C, it's easier to actually absorb into the bloodstream. So that will go directly into the bloodstream and you will see the effects, you'll feel the effects within days, basically. Um, in terms of the um, the vaccinations, I always say it's down to you. Um, we do not um, in we we do not give our children, for example, when the flu um, vaccination comes up, um, we've never had it. Um, I've never had it. We would never advocate it for our children, but it's your choice. Um, I always say to people to go and take a look at what these vaccines are about. Um, personally, in in when I actually send around information, um, the World Health Organization they had a meeting at the end of last year in terms of vaccinations. Um, there were people from different, there were doctors, there were scientists from different countries around the world. Um, what, they're, what they're saying is now it's the vaccine itself. Um, so what is in the vaccine is, is what the problem is basically, because what they're saying is because you have, you have different pharmaceutical companies producing these vaccines. So what you find is that, for example, you could have a really high quality vaccine or you could have a really low quality vaccine. It depends on what they put in it because they don't, it's almost like vitamins. You know, you have the vitamin, but you'll also have fillers. So this is why you've got to be careful of what you take. And it's the same with vaccines. So you don't know when you go to your doctor, what other things they've put in that vaccine and what they're finding now and what they're saying from this meeting in the World Health Organization, they said that what they're finding is that they're having problems because they, they're having symptoms and side effects from the vaccines themselves that they don't know how to treat. So for example, in Nigeria, there was someone from Nigeria and he was saying that there are problems now that they're having from the vaccine themselves because they're having symptoms. People are having symptoms from the vaccine. Now, what I'm thinking is, okay, where are they getting their vaccines from? So for example, it's like us, whether we go to Tesco's, whether we go to Sainsbury's, whether we go to Waitrose or whether we go to Aldi. It's kind of like that with vaccines. So whichever provider you go to, they will provide whichever, whichever quality vaccine and whatever quality ingredients within that vaccine. Now we don't know what's going in those vaccines. So really and truly, it's not just the vaccine itself because you're being vaccinated with the flu virus. But then on top of that, there are things as well inside that, inside that vaccination that we don't know about. So they're, they're kind of like anomalies that we don't know how our bodies are going to respond to. So people are now having a response to those anomalies that have been put in the vaccine. So it's a bit of a cocktail and we don't know what we're going to get out of it, but we're seeing the effects now. And this is what this person in Nigeria was, from what Nigeria was saying. He said, we're having major concerns about this because our people are being affected. And he was talking about the way they're being affected. So they had a summit last year about this whole thing about vaccines. So even the scientists, and the doctors and the people who in the powers that be do not even know what is taking place now. So if they don't know, then until they know, I'd rather not. As a question, obviously, this is quite a lot of information. And, and one of the questions you talked about um, vitamin C and, and so on. And, you know, one of our listeners asked this very simple question What's the best dosage of vitamin C can we take? And she, she's, we, People also go, you know, you know, there's a lot of information kind of flying around yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know, you know, how yeah, do you know which information is the best and which yeah. information is true? Is it fake yeah. news? You know, yeah. we, we, we're yeah. surrounded by fake news at the moment. Yeah. So everybody will come up with yeah. the solution. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you know that? How do you okay. know? What I normally do is I always look at clinical trials. I look at what, when I say clinical trials, I look that it's actually been tested on actual people. So not that it, we've, it's been in a lab. Um, that's what we talk about when we're from the health, health perspective and people who are in the health field, um, naturopaths, um, functional medicine doctors. Um, functional medicine doctors are doctors who are trained as medical doctors, but they're also trained in naturopathic um, methods, natural methods of, of actually treating their patients as well. So they are they they function as they, so they treat the whole body basically so they treat the body holistically they don't treat symptoms they don't don't treat areas of bodies they treat the whole body now when you actually speak to functional medicine doctors they will always look at clinical trials that have been done on human beings um so it's not been done in a lab it's not been tested 
you know, in a lab. It's something that has been tested on a person. Um, and of course, it's been safely done. So it's not things that are plastic or not things that are harmful or toxic. It's things that are, are useful for the human body and work with our bodies. So now when I'm actually looking at these clinical trials, what I'm looking at, I'm looking at the, how many people they've been done, these trials have been done on, um, the period of time that they've been done over. Um, and what I'm finding is, is I'm going, because I'm on this journey along with you guys, you know, um, I'm actually finding that what we realize, and it's, it's always the ways that the information that was from old, there's, there, there, are, there are truths in that information. So there are people and doctors who, who trained um, and people within the naturopathic field and, and medical doctors who trained years and years and years ago, and sometimes a hundred years ago, and they've had the basic information about how the body runs. Now we've become sophisticated. Of course, we've got we've we've come on leaps and bounds. But it's not to forget the information that and the trials that they have done on people, um, because obviously some of these things work. And what we do is we take the information that they and the knowledge that they've gained. And we actually move with that and then build upon that. But what I'm finding is that a lot of this has been um, just been thrown away. And they've thrown away the baby with the bathwater as far as I'm concerned, because there's a lot of really great information. So I'm, I've, I'm getting books from people who are like, have been from the 1900s, for example. I look at people who from the basic 1900s maybe have looked at how nutrition works with the body because they didn't have all this sophisticated stuff around so they had to use what they had which was people um, and they would do trials on people and see how they worked now what we can do is we can actually merge that information and utilize that information for the greater good so what i'm finding is okay if those vitamin therapies worked then these minerals worked then this nutrition worked then then we can actually look at and say, okay, and I'm not saying not to use um, um, medicines because we do need them as well. So we can actually merge them together and, and do what is best for our bodies in that sense. And there is a lot of information out there. Um, so I would always say, look at what clinical trials have been done, that they've been done on human beings, um, and then see what that response is. And then from that, you can actually make, make up your own mind as what to do. But there are particular um, there's information out there for example people the most important thing that I think is important is just to see the body's response and how the body is going to respond to that so for example if I'm going to be having a vitamin I want something that is as natural as possible I want something that is going to absorb into the bloodstream and I want to know if I need to use another vitamin to make that more self-absorbent so if I can actually get that information then I will actually utilize that information in that particular way. Um, and also remember, we are all individuals. So I always say to people, go and get your blood tests, find out what you're low on and work from there because you could be taking something that you don't need and then you could be overdosing on it so your body won't respond well. Wow. Okay. Do you know what? This is very, very interesting. We're going to come back to another question in about a few minutes, uh, which is will be the spiritual side of the COVID that we're going to be looking into this. So we hold on to your question. Um, but do you have a video that you wanted to show? Do you still want to show this video or do you think that you gave enough information in terms of the COVID? I think I've given enough information, but what we can do is we'll put this up afterwards um, so people can watch it in their own time. Okay. And also in terms of dosages and things, um, there are dosages that, this isn't a video from Andrew Saul. Um, he has written a book on using vitamin C to reverse disease and to be able to use it to support our systems as well. So vitamin C has not only been used for now for COVID, but it's also been used for, for cancer patients. It's been used and it's not, this is a, not a new thing. Uh, this is not a new therapy. It's, you know, high dosage vitamin C has been used for a long time for many things when you go from for stage four cancers and all sorts of stuff. So it's not a new thing. Um, so, and that's what I would like to say to you. So it's for, it's, I always say, um, it's for us to do our research um, for us to, especially as people of God, for us to see how Holy Spirit is leading us and how, what we feel at peace with. Um, and I think that's a very important thing. You know, we need to do what is right for our bodies. We're all unique, all individual, even though we're made up of flesh, we're all unique. Our circumstances are very different. So we all need different things at different times, different seasons of our lives. Okay. This is very, very interesting. I, I think 
you know, looking into the whole situation and we will uh, provide whatever link we have and information we have in relation to all this, this COVID. I think the, the other side of it, I, I woke up probably last week looking at the whole situation and how it spread very quickly and start looking into the book of Revelation and looking in Matthew 24 um, when um, they were talking about the times of Jacob's and, and, and Matthew when was also asking those questions, you know, that is, is are we in the end times? Has he, has he already started? Are we there? Um, the interesting thing, you know, I think personally that this is a precursor of what's going to take place. Mm. I think as a church, we have been sleeping. You know, we've been sleeping and, and we're waking up now today, this morning, into what's taking place in the world. And to be honest, we still, I'm, you know, some of us are still shocked about the reaction and and as a church you know the, the lord always placed the church as the beacon as the light to be able to rise when there's a crisis back in the days the church this is where people would turn to you know that would be the first point where people would go to when there was a crisis i believe that now where we are at the moment we are kind of try to understand the situation try to react to a crisis but i believe the lord wants us to be more proactive in that sense preparing you know, we've been spending a lot of times over the last few years on Revelation now talking about how to prepare, but truly we haven't done anything practical. And I think truly, to be honest, it is time for us to begin to be uh, practical in this situation. Um, Masters talk a lot about health, but I think there's a, a way of lifestyle that there's a lifestyle that we need to change. I think the first thing that we need to begin to do is just to write it in prayer. The Lord is really speaking to me about the, the, the spirit of intercession you know, to begin to rise mm -hmm. up in prayer. Mm -hmm. And we are praying now for our nations, but we need to pray even more for nations. But we also need to pray and ask the Lord, what can I do? What gift are you giving me? How can I prepare? What do you think? What other things that I can do? I think for us at the moment, we're still getting a little bit ahead of wrong things, to be honest. Um, trying to figure out what we need to do. But things that we talked about last few years, about, you know, in terms of, you know, we had this discussion about coming out of a, the current system. And I said to Marcia, we need to create a community within a community. We need to create a system within the system so we can begin to be self-sufficient, you know, in terms of food, in terms of health, in terms of education, and so on, and begin to address the situation. Because... At the moment, what's happening is the whole world is on standby, as we can see now. You know, people are losing their jobs. You know, we're not only talking about people that are actually going through the virus themselves and in hospital. We are talking about people that are losing their jobs. We are talking about people, um, you know, this morning I was hearing some people praying. And one of the things that they pray, they were praying for people that have been abused at home because people have to now be self-isolated themselves. You know, there's so many dynamics that are taking place that we need now to uh, really take control of. So we have, Marcel and I, beginning having those discussions where how can we, as people of God, beside us rising up in prayer, how can we be more practical? What, what are the things that we can do? You mentioned, Marcel, something last year about seeds. <laughs> you know, beginning to store seed. Mm. beginning to buy seed mm. those are the things that we need to those are the practicality in terms as a church as a people of god to begin to do mm. i think the thing is it's something that the holy spirit's been speaking to a lot of us and it's not something new i think the person who spoke to us about seeds was years ago and what in our mentorship group um she spoke to us about collecting seeds because of the way that and we've 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 had a program on this we've spoken about seeds and about all, all the rest of it what's going on um in terms of seeds um so if you want to actually find that show you can actually take a look at that because we spoke about all of this on one of our shows so i'm not going to go into that um but the thing is in terms of of being able to grow i think i was having a conversation with someone the other day they they said and this is what i was saying it's almost like god is taking us back to the mm -hmm. ways of old yes um foundations we are very sophisticated we have lots of gadgets we have things to things that do things for us um 
but it's just like there's going to come a time when we won't have washing machines we won't have dryers we won't have um it's just like now people irregardless and that's what the holy spirit was showing me is that you know in this time we are being shown that we are just mere men irregardless of position in in society you could be a king you could be a pauper on the street but everyone is being affected by this um so you could have all the money but if there's nothing in the shop you know well the different ones they've already stocked up but you know when it comes to it at the end of the day it's just like you could have as a working man all the money but you still have to queue up with everyone to get your food you know and as you said it's a precursor to what god god is showing us you know i think it's this i keep hearing mercy yeah and and, and i was going to mention yeah, it yeah. I, think, I think god has been very merciful toward mm. us um i believe this this virus will come and go I believe this virus will come and go as we uh uniting in prayer, it will come and go. But I think that as it goes, I feel we need to begin to prepare physically, practically begin to prepare. I think things like buying get seed, get understanding, find out where can we get the seed, where can we begin to store seed? That's one of the things. I think also as people, not everybody can plant the seed in the garden. So we need to get knowledge. Can put them in pots. You yeah. can put them in pots, and I think it's now. The Lord has been showing me this from probably about a year and well, years ago, um, because you were saying, you know, I was always talking about wanting to learn to plant and do things, and you said, just do what you can with what you have where you are. Just you know, you may not have everything, but just do what you can. And you know, as I've learned, you know, you could do things in pots. You can you can grow you can grow tomatoes, you know, in a pot. On you know, if you've got a flat, you can grow strawberries. You can. It's just, but also start with the things that you use every day. You know, so sometimes you want to go off and do all these elaborate things. You know, just what things do we actually use? Do we need potatoes? Do we need spring onions? Those are the things that you use. What things can you make dishes with? Now we're actually having to meal plan, you know, so we can actually, you know, generally most people, when I speak to people about meal plans, you know, I know um, Nicola's really great with this, you know, I'll mention Nicola. She's so good with things like this in the planning and the preparation, because I'm speaking about gifts that we all have that we can actually teach each other you know so it's just like if you're good at planning things like that just to get us thinking as a community what we can do that is actually going to be helpful because another time like this this is this is almost like it's going to be far worse than this Absolutely. but the thing is really and truly it actually helps us to kind of get a glimpse of what things will be like because we need to wake up you know we really do need to wake up and say okay we really need to begin to prepare so, as a people. It's so, so quite interesting because uh, one of our listeners asked the question, um, first of all, whether this virus is from God to mm. punish the earth or is it from Satan? Very good question. Mm. Um, and also, why wasn't we warned about this as a Christian? I think in mm. terms of the warning, the warning has always been there. Yeah, It's always been there from, mm. you know, you can find it in the book of Daniel, you can find it in the book of Isaiah, you can find it in the book of Joel, you can find in the book of Revelation, Jesus warned us as well about those standards that would come. Mm. You know, the Jewish people call it the times of Jacob's yeah. the tribulation. Yeah. But I think, as we said before, this is a precursor of it. This is not the real thing. Mm. This is not the real thing. But, I, you know, there's many conspiracy theory that's been flying around. Um, and like I said, this is not a place for us to talk about conspiracy no. theory. This is no. a place for us to see how can we prepare uh, mm. into the return of Jesus. You know, I believe there's an element of things. I believe that as people of God, we haven't prayed enough for nations. I think this is one of the things that we haven't prayed enough for nations. I also believe that because England has turned away, the world pretty much has turned away from God. It's almost like God's hand has been kind Taken of removed off. temporary. Yeah. It's been removed temporary mm. to allow the enemy to bring these viruses, to allow the people who actually govern this world to be able to allow those things to take place. Mm. But I think also, as Marcel mentioned, it is mercy because it's almost like God gave us a glimpse of what's going to be taking place. Mm. But he also gave us a glimpse that all I can hear is the words, quick, I'm coming quickly. Mm. I had a vision two weeks ago and uh, there were people of the world, uh, leaders of this world, people, businesses from all over, they were gathering at a ritual. It was a ritual that was taking place. And in that ritual, they were literally um, unveiling, is that, is this, yeah, that was the word, unveiling the Antichrist. Unveiling the Antichrist. They were basically telling him, 
is is here now is in action now but they were basically making this ceremony like you will do when you're about to anoint a king or um, you know make a king they were doing the same thing for this man and the lord was showing me clearly that the time is running out now and as a people of god we need to begin so some of the things that we talked about in terms of looking for seed and 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 and, and getting seed that's one thing as well mm. i think the knowledge had to begin to be stored you know i had these things about creating a network where we can actually um get all the knowledge from our pastors you know from all over the world and be able to be stored in a platform so people can just go back into it listening to it get strength from it get hope from it as well that's in one aspect as well we need to gather our doctors, our Christian doctors. Every every profession every that you profession can think of that we can think now of, is we needed. Need we need to, to bring create. them together. Yeah. And like I said, it's about creating mm. now a community within mm -hmm. a community. Mm -hmm. It's about creating a system within mm -hmm. a system mm -hmm. where we can begin to be self-sufficient. Mm. Because as we've seen it today, when we've seen it today, there's a crisis, there's a virus, everybody's going out. You can't even go and find normal essentials, mm. you know. Mm. Yeah. And people are struggling to find essential. Mm. And it's not that we're shortage of essential. It's because people have begun to panic by and being storing mm. things more, not to be distributed to other people for help, but just for themselves. Mm. So the, the, yeah. there is a rise of selfishness mm -hmm. among this nation. Mm. And the Lord has spoken, you know. Mm. He's spoken brother against his brother. He's spoken that there will be a rise of selfishness in the nations. Mm. So this is not something that has just come out. This is something that the Lord has mm. been speaking about. Mm. People will become more selfish. Mm. So they would go and, and as a community, as a church, we need to be, unfortunately, we didn't see, we, it was in the Bible, it was in the Word, but we didn't think that that would come in our time. And it is here now. Mm. So now we're scraping and scrapping like everybody else to get whatever we can, you know. But if we would have done this stockpiling before, what would it be able to do? Would we be able to begin to distribute that in the communities? And that's another way to bring people into the kingdom. It's not a way to evangelize. But I think that what God is doing now is showing us the way. This is how I want you as a church to operate. Mm. I don't want you just to stay in churches, in the pulpit, praising and raising. I want you to be out. I want you to be proactive. I want mm. you to be out to be able to help the community. Mm. Because the time will come when this crisis will escalate, another crisis will come and it will escalate to the point that people will literally be killing each other just for beer food. And I think that as well as a community, we need to be, begin to, to rise up. I think it's interesting what you're saying, Jean-Marc, because um, as we were praying this morning, it's, someone said something about um, that God is revealing the things from the secret place. He's revealing those things. and. You know, when you were talking about the the fact about this virus, you know, and someone asking, you know, do we think the virus is from God or is to punish the earth or is it from Satan? It's interesting because there's a lot of things that have been done in the secret place. Um, but it's almost like, you know, when you have something stirring inside of you and then maybe, you know, you've, you've got something which is not so great and you can feel it bubbling up inside you and it has to come out. Um, it's like that. It's almost like things have been done under the surface but they have to come out. So all these things that have been done in secret, now we can see by this happening, this is, it's almost like you can see the state of the world <laughs> by, by what's taking place with this virus. But what I'm seeing is that, and as I've observed things, it's, you can see what is in people's hearts also. Because when, as people are actually trying to find things or do things, are we doing them for ourselves? Are we doing them with others in mind? Are we thinking of our, only our own families or we're we thinking of the family next door? Are we thinking of people in church or are we thinking, are we just thinking selfishly? And it makes us really reevaluate and be able to actually sit down as a, as a person and as a people and go, actually, Lord, you know, and we're really repentant because our hearts are rotten. Our hearts are not right. Um, really, you know, creating me. And one of the things that the Lord has been saying to me, um, over the past month or so is just I kept getting the scripture creating me a clean heart oh lord renew a right spirit in me and it's one of the things that I'm to, I've just been like lord just coming before the lord just crying out saying sorry sorry repentant repentant um, not really understanding why yeah there are things in me but I know as an intercessor there are things in in the world 
So I've been just crying out, crying out to the Lord. And I think it's, you know, one of the things that Jean-Marc was saying is like God reveals, what came to me is God reveals to redeem. Absolutely. You know, he reveals to redeem. So this is a revelation from God for, for us as a people, but he will redeem us. But there are things that are necessary for us to do as a people in order for that to take place. And prayer and supplication and intercession is very key at this time. I think what's been taking place as well now is the fact that the people of God have begun to rise up. Mm. I've seen increase of, of prayer and intercession, not for themselves, but for the nation. Yeah. And I think that has been a great thing. There's a great move of God at the moment. It has been stirring up people already for months before that virus came a place when people have begun to wake up in the middle of the night to begin to pray and mm. to see God's face. And I think what this virus is doing is actually accelerating the urgency for people of God to rise up. There's a scripture that I want to read here, which is sum up the situation we hear. It says here in the book of Matthew 24, from verse 4, it says this, And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are no trouble, for all these things may come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of souls. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake and then many will be offended will betray one another and will hate one another then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many and because lawlessness will abound the love of many will grow cold and he says this but he who endures to the mm -hmm. end shall be saved mm -hmm. and his gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come Amen. i think this scripture is very very important in the sense that as jesus mentioned it this is just the beginning of souls but during that time we are going to experience a shift in a way the nations behave toward each other a shift in a way of people behaving toward each other we already seen glimpse of your master sunday the heart of people have been revealed in this crisis mm. When we're speaking about people rushing and stockpiling, and, and I mean, I've seen pictures of people literally beating each other just for some yeah, toilet paper. rolls. Yeah. I mean, you may be laughing, toilet rolls, but this is how low this world is beginning to go. And while the world is going through this situation, the people of God rise now. Hmm. So we need antecessors to yeah. begin to pray. We need antecessors to begin to pray into this. We need people who have money to begin to buy land, yeah. to begin to buy houses, yeah. to begin to buy infrastructures. Mm -hmm. We need people who have ideas to begin to bring those ideas into the front, how to create a new community. Mm -hmm. And in our community of Christian, is a community we can embrace people that will be running away from the actual system. We need people to champion, as Master said, into the healthcare system, you know, mm -hmm. to combine the traditional medicine with a natural yeah. medicine. Functional medicine doctors. Yeah. Yeah, we need very, that. very important. Yeah. We need leaders to be able to coordinate all this. Mm. We need uh, IT people. We need mm. to be able to create an infrastructure. Mm. So when the time comes when we can't be preaching on the street, we can't be having churches, as you saw it, at the moment, we can't have services. That's so right. everything has to be done online. Yeah, yeah. So that, again, is another precursor that was going to take place mm -hmm. when they will ban everything mm -hmm. in the future. So when we can't have those gatherings, gatherings yeah. you know, we've got to be able to be in a platform where we can still go. Because at the end of the day today, if they decided, they can just say, well, we're going to be cutting the internet. We're going to be cutting all the infrastructure that's been put in place. What are you going to do? You can't find your, your Bible on your version because they cut out the system so you can't access your version anymore on your phone. We need this. We need that infrastructure so we can still run the internet. Even when they cut out the internet, we can still run it. We need people to be able to 
We need preachers to be able to bring those messages. We need people to be able to begin every whatever gift and talent that has been given to you. We need people to begin to do that. Questions here. What do we do? What do we do now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you say, I think the first thing that I believe in, you actually pointing out, so I think the first thing we need to begin to seek God's face. Mm, yeah, yeah. Very important. Important. That is the first point of contact. Mm, mm. Master and I have begun already to pray and ask the Lord what he wants us to do in this season. Mm. And he has beginning to speak to us. Mm. He has beginning to say, you need to prepare the infrastructure for what's coming. Mm. So what we want to put in place now, as part of our God's leaders, as I said, is begin to put that infrastructure in place, begin to get people together, mm. begin to have meetings with people together, that people that actually want to be ready to prepare for the end times. Mm. We need to prepare our children. Yeah. We need to prepare our children. You know, right now, all children are listening to this show as well. We are speaking to them as well. They're actually beginning to ask us questions because at the end of the day, we have no idea how long it will take for our Lord Jesus Christ to return? This is the beginning of soul, but we have no idea how long this is going to be taking place. Mm. And again, God willing, we as we said, we're human. So we are subject to everything. So we could be tomorrow, we could be here today, tomorrow we could be with our Lord Jesus Christ. But our children need to know what's happening. We need to really get into it so as i was saying and thank you again uh for bringing this question and i'm gonna read it uh, one of the listeners says this i feel that some listening may still be asking what do we do and i heard an answer to the question i heard the voice of the holy spirit there use this time to seek my face mm. to teach your children about me mm. now is a time to learn how to pray and to exercise your faith mm. i will give you my wisdom and strategy i will tell you what to do and where to go incline your here to hear my instruction and i will rescue you lord we thank you so much for the word that you're giving to mm. our one of our listeners here and lord we want indeed hear what you have to say to yes. us we want indeed learn how to pray and exercise your faith in this situation mm. we lord ask you the book of james clearly said if anyone need wisdom let him ask for god mm. give him liberty and let him mm. ask without doubting mm. so father we want to ask you for more revelation mm. in this situation so you can guide us in this season mm. so you can help us to prepare in this season so you can also rescue us in the name of jesus mm. please feel free to send every word that you receive from the lord during the show I think it would help everyone as well. Encourage, yeah. yeah. I think the thing is, as we've been speaking and we're receiving things, I think it's really great. Um, one of the things, the scriptures that um, the Lord gave to me, even at the beginning, just before the beginning of this, there were a few, but he said, you know, he will keep in perfect peace those whose eyes are stayed on him, mm. those who trust in him. And I think it's important to pray. It's important to trust God. Mm -hmm. He's in control in all of this. Because mm -hmm. the thing is, you know, there is so much going on, you know, there's so much noise, so much information um, that we can get lost in all of that. Mm -hmm. um, even as Christians, I, I've seen Christians very fearful. Um, even myself, when I started listening too much to all of that information, I'm starting panicking, running around like a headless chicken. John Mark's just going to me, calm down. <laughs> you know, what's going on? And I'm like, I caught myself, I was like, <sighs> deep breath. And it's just to breathe and remember, you know, who we are in him and that we are hidden in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And you know, he is the one who's in control of all of this because what the enemy means for evil, God will work it for good. Absolutely. And that, you know, he is truly in control, but the everyday day-to-day -day of getting through this, we have to walk through it, but mm -hmm. we, we walk with him. He is right next to us. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit is in us, continuing to guide us. And what one of our listeners said is about, you know, seeking God's face in this time, because we cannot lean upon our own understanding in this time. Mm -hmm. It's truly, really trusting in him, leaning upon him, listening to Holy Spirit. I think a few weeks ago, it's like really Holy Spirit impressed upon me. Learn about me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Learn about me. Because in this time, he's going to use us for signs and wonders and miracles. Mm -hmm. He's going to utilize us as vessels to be able to take hope and truth to others. Yeah. He's actually going to reveal himself in new and wonderful ways, not only to us, but to other people. Mm -hmm. And if we continue to con just align ourselves, I had a vision of, you know, this like silver street going 
across the earth, but I knew it was Holy Spirit. But people were just aligning themselves under this wonderful, beautiful streak that was just going, it was just floating across the earth. Mm. And the thing is, as we align ourselves, we position ourselves underneath the Holy Spirit, being in line with him, doing what he's asking us to do, not our own stuff, what he's asking us to do. We'd be amazed at how things things are and how he uses us so mm. it's just to continue to be encouraged that we mm. seek him as, as one of our listeners said continue to seek me mm. continue to seek me i mean make make him a priority now there's all sorts going on and sometimes we just think oh i can't do it now or i'll do it another time i'll do it but just look at it like we need to look at it like our life really depends on it that it is the Absolutely. air that we breathe Absolutely. he is the air that we breathe but we really need to look at it like that now so we can really seek him and hear what he is saying in this time i, I sense to say I, I send the holy spirit said to me to tell you for some of you that be waking up in the early hours to begin to seek his face mm. he want to reveal something to you yeah he want to reveal something to you. And, and it's very important that now, in that season, we are beginning to seek his face. And when he wakes you up at some funny hours, two, three o'clock in the morning, don't go back to sleep. Don't go back to sleep. It's the Lord wanting to speak to you in that time, particularly night time. And it will begin to, to reveal things. And I also feel for those who are beginning to add dreams, to begin to write them down, that's what the Holy Spirit said to me, to begin to write down your dreams that you're having at the moment, right now, in the season. Because they will be, yeah, write down the dream. God will speak to you through dreams in this season. I see signs and wonders. I see people beginning to seek God's face. Non-Christian, beginning to seek God's face. And I see signs and wonders. As we're talking as a prayer i saw us beginning to pray over people who have this coronavirus mm. and healing miraculous taking Amen. place and i saw doctor be baffled by what they were seeing i see the lord telling me this is not the time to be afraid he said you didn't give us a spirit of mm. favor spirit of love peace power. and a sound power peace and sound mind and i believe that the lord was doing at the woman as one of the listeners says exercise your faith Mm. begin to exercise your faith mm. begin to exercise mm. your faith this is what i'm really yeah. sensing to yeah, say yeah, yeah. this morning begin mm. to exercise your faith as you get close to the as you speak to him begin to exercise this faith because mm. what god is going to do in this situation is going to use different ones to begin to pray over those who are going through this coronavirus because it is what the world is seeing at the moment and the Lord is going to administer his healing hand upon those people. Beautiful. So he can reveal himself to people. Mm. So guys, it's time to uh, finish this. Mm. It's been lovely to speak. Please keep sending those questions. We'll be meeting again next week, next Saturday sometime. Uh, if you have any questions, please send it through the WhatsApp on the Revelation Hour WhatsApp. Any comment, anything that you sense the Holy Spirit is speaking to you during this season. Um, but I want, Marcia, why don't you pray to close us in, in prayer? Mm. Father, we thank you so much for this time. We thank you for this platform. We thank you that we're able to, to speak to each other, most importantly, to speak to you and hear from you. Father, we know that it's not by our might, it's not by our power, but it's but by your spirit. Mm. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence in our lives, that you continue to lead, to guide us, to walk with us, to counsel us, to comfort us, to shield us. And we're just so grateful for every single thing that you're doing at this time. Your word says that in every circumstance, we ought to continue to give thanks. And we continue to give thanks to you, Father, because we know that you are the author and the finisher. We know that you have everything under control. And we know that you are omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient, and there is none like you. We continue to keep our eyes fixed on you mm. because you said very clearly, and you, you are not one who who does not give and fulfill his promises. So Father, you said very clearly that you will keep in perfect peace those whose eyes are stayed on you because they trust in you. Mm. We continue to put our trust in you, Father. And we thank you for your love. We thank you for your peace. We thank you, Father, for everything that you're doing at this time. And we pray and commit every single person into your hands. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Gaza, thank you so much again for listening. Uh, we would meet again next Saturday, same time. Uh, feel free to send any things that you need to send to us. And thank you for all the questions as well. And we will also uh, send into the uh, WhatsApp all the link that we discuss and master discuss, especially when it comes to the vitamin C and so on. We'll send you all the link and information. Guys, have a wonderful weekend. And those uh, will be with us tomorrow, the joint service. We will see you tomorrow then. God bless you guys. Bless you guys. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye.